Welcome back to the Bench Press Podcast, baby. As always, we got the founding fathers of Bench Press Media in the studio. We got myself, Bennett Snyder. We got Wesley Statman Minky to my right. What's up? We got Krob across from me. How we doing? And we got producer Timmy to my left. What up, boys? Guys, this is a monumental step for us. Let's clap it up. Double-digit episodes. This is going to be episode 10 today. Episode 10 today. Some would say that's beautiful. It's beautiful. And you know what else is beautiful? Max's Meals. Great charity. The Bench Press Podcast is always presented by Max's Meals. Krob, go ahead, say it. You know who's not beautiful? What? People who don't check it out. That's what true. What are you doing? Get on it. Get on it. Check it out. Another thing. I need to... I, I think we all need to issue a formal apology here. You know... All of our loyal listeners know we had Brad Foley on the show last week. Great guy. Not last week. Last episode. Great so guy. on Wednesday. Great. He did a great job. Great interview. Great conversation. We got on him because we told him that he said the F word. Brad Foley, I got to apologize. Listening back on it, you did not drop an F-bomb. Even though we all heard it, we all called you out, it was not an F-bomb. He said talking, and I heard not talking. I heard an F-bomb. So... Hey, way to censor yourself there. Are Let, we family friendly again today? I don't know. I'm not in a, a chance. I'm absolutely not, fucking not. Yeah, not absolutely a fucking chance not. in so, hell. But let's go ahead. Everyone say it. We're sorry, Brad Foley. Sorry, Brad. Sorry, 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 Brad. sorry, Brad. Okay, good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. My conscience feels better now. Okay, so as always, our Friday episodes. We're going to preview some college football. We're going to preview some NFL. There's a couple big stories in the NFL this week. Mm-hmm. Ones that we just got a hold of ourselves. So we're going to dive into all of those, but... I'm going to start with a game that you guys have no idea I'm going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no idea I'm going to talk about. Could anyone even take a guess what I'm going to talk about right here? It's going to preview next Tuesday's episode. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, I'll go ahead and say it. Dartmouth versus Yale. My game of the week. Wow. My game of the week. Big and game. let me tell you why. Dartmouth is going to get a dub. They're going to go to 4-0. Krob, please put your phone down. Stop Snapchatting. You're not cute. They're going to go to 4-0. and And then we're going to get Dartmouth football player... Ross Parrish on the show next Tuesday. Come on. So that's just a little, I guess, next Wednesday. Right, yeah. Next Wednesday. But that's just a little preview. You don't even know what days we release episodes, man. Come on. The trees are going to get a dub. The kegs, the trees, whatever you want to call them, they're legit this year. They really are. They're going to go to 4-0. and And then we're going to get Ross Parrish on the show. I can't wait. Wes, give me your game of the week. My game of the week is pretty easy. It's it's Iowa-Penn State. Four versus five. Has Gotta to be. be. Oh, you don't want to say anything more? That's yeah, that's, just that's it. all. I mean, that's it. I thought it's a big ten. It's a big ten team that's not Ohio State. It doesn't have much to say. Speaks for itself. You're telling me I offered you to talk about a game and you have no stats about it. Well, um, it's almost like no. Wow. Wow. That's breaking news. Statman, kind of ridiculous. He's just Wesley Minky today, not Statman Minky. Crop. What about you? Game of the week. Well, I mean, that was my game of the week, and I would have loved to talk about it. You know me. I I love the Hawks. You go for it. You know, I love the Hawks. I think they're going to win this week. They're at home. We're going to wave to the Children's Hospital. Penn State has no chance. The moment Sean Clifford waves to that hospital, he lost the game. Also, it's three versus five. But or you, three versus four. Not you know, five. Three, four, not since four, five. Wes had already chosen that as his game of the week, I'll, I'll, I'll pivot to another game. Okay. Two teams that lost last week. Uh, definitely looking to right the ship here. We got the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks and the Ole Miss Rebels in a 13 versus 17 matchup both teams coming off losses to the undisputed top two teams in college football it's going to be an interesting game we're going to see how matt crowd continues to potentially stay on pace to contend for the heisman and we'll see how arkansas bounces back 
after being considered legit and then getting shut out by Georgia. The interesting part about this one, Carob, over under set at 65 and a half. You just mentioned 66 and a half. 66 and a half. Okay. Uh, you just mentioned it. Arkansas shut out last week. Big time. I mean, I guess say so Ole Miss a five and a half point favorite in this one so what they're predicting Ole Miss to get to 37 and Arkansas to get to 30 and that'll be the game right there I mean I don't know if I see Arkansas putting up 30 points I can see Ole Miss for sure if I was the if I was ranking teams right now I would put Ole Miss ahead of Arkansas I like Ole Miss in this one especially with them as five and a half point favorites I actually am fine with that score prediction but I don't think Arkansas is going to get that high so I mean golly we're going to go Ole Miss 40, Arkansas 27. That's going to be my score prediction. Tim? Interesting. I think that Ole Miss is such a better football team than Arkansas. I think they're better coached. I think that they have a better offense. Arkansas last week proved that they're very one-dimensional. When they cannot run the football, they cannot win football games. And if you can make Arkansas throw the football, they're going to lose. I think Ole Miss wins 49-20. I think they kind of run away with it. Roll Rebs. I think Ole Miss isn't ranked as high because Arkansas has those quote-unquote signature wins where Texas is a signature win now, Texas A&M signature win. Neither of those teams really look great. Texas is back ranked, so they're decent. But Texas A&M doesn't look great at all. I think Arkansas is going to drop this game. I think our, uh, Ole Miss is going to look great. Matt Corral keeps the beautiful year going. Are you going to pick Arkansas, Crab? No. As somebody who was on Arkansas when they played Texas and I – you know, took a victory lap there. You were on them when they played Texas A&M. Or that's what I meant, rather. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Texas A&M. And I took a victory lap there. I love Matt Corral. I love watching him play football. I agree with Tim on every aspect. They are 100% better coached. Lane Kiffin is an incredible college football mind. And, you know, Ole Miss, they still hung 21 on Alabama. Now, obviously, as we talk garbage about time. garbage time, the score looks better than the game was. But that's Alabama. Arkansas is not Alabama. I just think the Rebels roll. I kind of agree with your score prediction, but I'm going to go along the lines of 38-28. 38-28. Okay. Let's stick with the team Wes just mentioned, the Texas Longhorns, at home against the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma's a team that we've been very, very critical of this year, even though they're still sitting at the sixth best team in the country. They're 5-0. and Texas, like you just said, Wes, back into the 25. Their only loss being to Arkansas. Arkansas. So... A lot of people are high on this Texas team right now after who did they just blow out last week? They dismantled someone. It was, uh, they beat TCU uh, by TCU, five, but, but the week before they hung 70 on 70 Texas on Tech. 70 on Texas Tech. That's the one I'm thinking of. So, you know, this Texas team has some momentum, and playing at home is such a big deal. I think it's more of a big deal in college football than it is in the NFL for sure, for sure. just because these fan bases are so insane. These stadiums are so big. Students. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Bayon Robinson's good. Bayon Robinson's good. I think I'm saying his name right. Uh, it might be Bihan. Bihan, Bihan, whatever it is. Maybe Bijan. I'm buying it. Good. I'm buying it. Oklahoma's only Oklahoma's only three point favorite. Playing at the Cotton Bowl. You want me to pick right now? I'm gonna go Texas. That's what I was gonna go as well. I like Texas in this one. I it's a perfect setup for Texas to beat Oklahoma Red and River. get a huge upset win and then people are like oh maybe texas actually just maybe arkansas just got them and then next week they play oklahoma state and roll pokes and then texas drops another one here's what i'm gonna say 
Over under set at 63 and a half. I don't see it getting this high. I don't either. This is a game, this Not is a, with these two teams. This is a game where I actually don't see either team getting the 30. I and agree. I know that's really rare for the Big 12, mm-hmm. but I don't see either one getting the 30. Oklahoma's been struggling to get the 30 on normal weeks. Mm-hmm. I think so, Texas gets 30, though. Big game right here. I'm going to go Texas 27, Oklahoma 21. I'll go Texas 33, Oklahoma 28. Crab. Oh, you just drank that water so close to the mic. Did I take just a like, fat gulp in the mic like you did? Just like no. he, oh, he was Longhorns so 27, Sooners 24. Tim. Horns down. Give me the Sooners. I think the Sooners going to win this Boomer. <laughs> what a safe What a safe prediction that was for Tim. I mean, Once to be we, fair, though. you met this man? 35. To be fair, though. Oklahoma 35. Texas 24. To be fair, though, we are all picking against the number six team in the country. Yeah, so. that was an Someone e- had to do it. That was an I love pick picking against big teams. It's worked so far. We got a lot of good ranked games this week, man. Something one Georgia I wa- Auburn. Yeah, one I want to touch on real quick before that one, Tim, is Ohio State at home against Maryland. I'm expecting Ohio State to roll in this one. CJ Stroud's still going to be playing against Talia Tunga Vailoa. Yep. There you yeah, go. I nailed that one right there. You did. Maryland's four and one, but I'm not buying that they're even close to something legit. I think Ohio State's going to roll in this one. Anyone, anyone else have anything to say about the Bucks in this one? I think it proved last week when Maryland played Iowa, a good defense. They can't move. Some would say great. I mean, Tulia, what five picks? I think. Four. And then he gets yanked. Uh, no five. It was five. Oh, and so then, then the other one in the second half. So then the other guy threw a pick too. No, it was more than just Talia throwing a pick. I promise. I don't think so, but I'll go with it, whatever you Keep say. Keep talking, and I'm going to look this okay. up. Sounds I good. already um, have it up. Five picks from Tulia, and then they pull him. I yeah. don't know the Maryland offense without Dante Demas. It's just it's, it's they can't move the ball, and Ohio State's defense is good enough to stop them, and Ohio State's offense is um, way too good to lose. Official Cross. statistic, Tulia, 16 for 29, 157, two tuds, five picks. Reese Udinsky, five for eight, 17 yards, one pick. All right, so six picks. Thank you. So we were all right. But someone who's not been getting a lot of credit for Ohio State's defense, Denzel Burke. Well, hold for on. For freshman How, having a great season. Not to cut you off, how the hell were you all right there? Well, because me and Wes knew that Talia threw five, five. I wasn't disagreeing with you. you I knew that. someone else threw six. one. I said, okay, I'll go with it. I don't care. We're going to have to run that one back. Now, I'll say one I, thing about I, what Wes just said. I heard some disagreement. We're going to clip someone on that. Go ahead, Krob. One thing about what Wes just said, just you know, my take before you can get right back into it. Does the Ohio State defense deserve any credit? No. No, I mean, not. I don't. Th- I don't think saying that they're good enough to stop Maryland proves anything. They weren't good enough to stop Minnesota. No, they were not. Well, so, Minnesota also for the had most part. Muhammad Ibrahim. So another real quick one. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish coming off their first loss of the season. Are they going to get Sandmanned this year? Big bounce back game. You think this one's going to be a bounce back? It's a pick 'em game. No spread on this one. Virginia Tech, not the underdog. They're at home. We know how hard it is to play there. Do we like Pinecone? Notre Dame just played a really, really good team. And I don't think the Cincinnati loss is giving them enough credit. Cincinnati, no one understands how good Cincinnati is. Should, any, should anyone ever get credit after a loss? I mean, no, but Cincinnati's – oh, I mean, Florida gained a little respect after they put – Got within two of Alabama. See, but then you look at that, then they lose to Kentucky by seven. So right. how much does anyone care about a loss? That's you know fair. what I mean? Because that's, that's when we were talking about Wisconsin. The best thing Wisconsin had done all year was lose to Penn State, and they were still getting favored over teams like Michigan and Wis- or in Notre Dame, and they hadn't proved a thing to anyone. You know, So that's, that's where I look at losses, and I'm like, why does anyone deserve credit? You just went out there and lost the well, game. Well, again, that's as fair. I've said about Notre Dame all year, they have not proved anything except have one good defensive quarter against Graham Mertz in the fourth quarter, and then the offense started to get some garbage time. 
right? Yeah. So some a little bit of they almost lost to Florida State. Safety. They almost lost to Toledo. They beat Purdue. They lose to Cincinnati. I have not seen anything. I have seen some stuff from Virginia Tech. Now, granted, they're three and one. Did lose to West Virginia by less than a touchdown. Uh, but opening night, they beat UNC. Granted, at home, but that inter Sandman is dangerous. So you going with the Sandman this week? <sighs> it's hard for me to not pick the Hokies. So I'm gonna pick the Hokies. Gonna pick the Hokies. Give me uh give me the boys down there in Blacksburg. You know, they're gonna give Jack Cohn a little bit of a fit. I'm gonna take Hokies twenty eight. Irish 24. I like your thing there, but Cone's not in. It's nope. Pine. It's Pine. Pine's Even the, better. Yeah, Pine's the starter now. Yeah. Wes, what about you? I cannot disagree more. I think Notre Dame has a huge game. I think they're due for a big game. I go Irish 31, Hokies 14. Hey, Tim. I'm going to roll with Grob here in the Hokies. I, I don't think Brian Kelly is confident in Cone or Pine. Chris Pine. Yes. Coming right off Hollywood to come yeah. be that starting quarterback. Or I don't think he he, tra- <laughs> he time traveled from Wonder Woman 1984. That's huge. Yeah. That's I don't think player. that he has confidence in either of them. And if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. I think that Virginia Tech takes advantage of that, and they're going to go down. They're going to win 28-20. I'm rolling with Wes Minky. Notre oh, Dame's baby. got the come best on. player on the field. Both Kyle on both Hamilton. sides. Kyle Hamilton and Monster and Michael Mayer. Yeah. Two best players on the field at all times. Notre Dame's going to have a bounce-back game for a team who I still think, we always said, even with a loss to UC, they can still get in. Granted, they need some things to go their way, but I like them getting off to a fresh start after a UC loss with a win at the Salmon. I'm going Notre Dame fighting Irish, 24, Virginia Tech 14. Tickets as low as $69. We can make a little road trip down there. They have zero... uh, they're not in a conference, right? No. I just don't, okay, no. I'm thinking that sure. So they cannot get a conference championship. No. So like their schedule has to prove what we're saying it proves, or like it's good enough to get them back in even with a loss. Oh yeah, it's gonna. They're gonna like it's gonna I be said. Tough. They're gonna need oh. some things to go. Oh, away. I don't want to be that guy. They have no chance. They have a 0.0% chance of making the playoff. Okay. That's such a lie. 0.0. Statistically, there's so many things that could go wrong. This a season. lot of things can go wrong. Like if, yeah, if you see considering there's lose. five teams in the Big Ten that are in the top 11 right now. And they're all going to have to play each other at least once. You there see, is a 0.0 chance okay. that Notre Dame makes a playoff this season. And what we will come say? back to it when it's time. If Notre Dame makes the playoffs, will you get a tattoo? That says I go think Irish. that's a bit too far. Nope. I will do something. And Notre Dame, makes the, not make the Notre Dame makes the playoffs, you shave your head. No, I'm not shaving my head. Oh, that's a good bet. Notre Dame makes the playoffs, you shave your legs. and That's ta- not even that bad. And tape the uh, hair to your face. Why that's would I do that? All right, Crop. shave the head. Crop, Notre Deal. Dame makes a playoffs, you bleach your hair. Blonde. No, black. Bleach blonde. I'll bleach it. Shake. A deal has been made. Wow, are we Notre Dame fighting Irish fans Come on, now. Irish. Wow, are we Notre Dame fighting Irish fans There's a 0.0% chance that Notre Dame makes the playoff. Tim, give me that ranked game you were talking about. Or were you talking about Bama, Texas, and I was talking about Georgia-Auburn. Georgia-Auburn, of course. I got to come back to that. It's a big game, but God, bad day to be Bo Nix in this one. Bad. Is he even playing? Yes, he's playing. Wes. Okay. Dude, he just led the comeback last yeah. week. What are you talking I'm about? Is he playing? Yeah, uh, I don't see Bo Nix having a good game in this one. It's a bad day to be anybody on Auburn when at you all. play against Georgia. No, yeah, it's I mean, a great day to be Tank, Tank Bigsby or Smoke Monday. Yeah, great name. Smoke Mon- Shout out Smoke Monday. Smoke. It's I always forgot. a great day to be those guys. I forgot we like Auburn so much. Love them. Shoot. Love them. I'm. I, uh, do we Who, who's got the balls to pick Auburn this week? Uh, 
Not a chance. Not me. Not a chance. I it's, mean, it's in Auburn. Smoke Monday. Come on. I did so bad last week. I have to be safe. I'm going Georgia in this one. <laughs> I'm going Georgia 31 to 6 in this one. Oh, God, man. I don't know. Anyone? Anyone I have else? to go Georgia. But I, Georgia's going to blow them out. They might score three points on them. Um, well, Auburn, I'm talking about, might score three points on Georgia. But we'll see. I'll go uh, 31-3. Georgia wins. Crab. Dogs, 35-0. Georgia, 38. Auburn, 7. Tyler Fromm touchdown only. I don't know what we've seen from oh, Auburn's Tyler offense Fromm. that Tyler tells Fromm's me they electric. can score on this team. Hey, let's talk. I've seen Tyler Fromm. He's Let, electric. Let's talk about the team that Ole Miss led the comeback on last week. That team's on the road again. Or, no, that was in Death Valley, was it not? It was not? in Death Valley. In Death Valley. They're on the you road this Auburn? week. You said Ole Miss. You I'm Auburn. Benny and You meant Auburn. Yeah. I meant Auburn. Kroger I'm talking, Field. I'm talking about LSU Kroger Field. going to Kroger Field against the Wildcats. Second straight sellout game for Kentucky. And guys, tickets as low as seventy nine dollars. Guys, they're wearing their all black and chrome helmets. The chrome helmets are dirty. Is Waka Flocka gonna be there? I don't think Waka's gonna be there, but Waka Come did on, talk Waka. about how great of an experience he had at the game. And guys, the energy around this Kentucky program is insane. Nothing is better for the state of Kentucky when their sports teams are doing good. There's nothing better. Nothing better at all. Last year must have been a tough year. I can tell you one thing. That's yeah, how'd your Duke Blue Devils look? Oh, with your. I didn't say they looked great. I simply head was making coach a with comment. Alzheimer's got to retire. <laughs> Sorry, that was out. I'd rather him have Alzheimer's than like six STDs because Cal Perry's sleazy enough to have a couple of those. You know what Jeez. that means? There's one thing I take Gets away from that. Yeah, coach Cal, he fucks. Coach Cal fucks. Regardless, <laughs> Kentucky. I can tell you one thing that's going to happen. Chris Rodriguez is going to be in the, in the end zone a few times. He's going to be in there. A few oh, times. is he going to be in there? Averaging right around six I yards. I can tell you some other yeah. things. Go ahead. Just say some stupid shit right now. Go ahead. <laughs> Coach O is going to be in a couple things as well this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Down there in old Kentucky. A couple UK sorority girls, I'm sure. Hey, I know a couple. So I do too. Yeah. Well, lock them up because Coach O is on the loose. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> hey, go Tigers. And they're gonna go hey, the restaurant down there in Kentucky where everyone likes to go to. It's the local taco. It's a lot of sissy blue shirts this weekend. Hey, none of that sissy royal blue shit down there. We're gonna go down there. They don't even have crawfish down there in Kentucky. Is this the week of impressions? We got, we got Boomer How on. Good? I felt like Tuesday. that was pretty good. I can't lie. Uh, so that was, no, that was uh, really good. Hey, yeah, thanks. that was very solid. Thanks. Yeah, so Kentucky's gonna roll in this one. I like Chris Rodriguez getting in there a couple times. I hope they get Wandale in the in the end zone again because tell you what this brother Max Johnson can sling the rock. Boo hoo. Will Levis Heisman. I'm going Kentucky 27. Oh, LSU 21. Would, I mean, could we go a whole episode without you yawning, Crop? Just Chris act Rodriguez like he wants to be in the Heisman. I don't know. He might be. Go ahead. Give me your score prediction, Wes. Uh, I like the Cats a lot. I'm a big fan of Kentucky. Uh, go UK. Let's go Cats. Are you serious? That was egregious. Cough cats, by thank God. I was going to say, I cough once, and it's like I just killed somebody in front of you. Tim just coughs 18 times. I mean, do we all just almost have, didn't even say anything. Do we Sorry, all just have all bitchy imperfect. immune systems? Sorry, we're imperfect. Go ahead. Sorry, okay. we cut you off there. Uh, let's go Cats 34, LSU 21. Okay. I like blowouts this weekend. <laughs> go ahead, Crab. Another yawn. My goodness. It's this like kid, he doesn't want to be here. It's like that kid was out walking around campus till like 2.30 a.m. Yeah. last night. It's crazy. It's almost like... LSU is going to win this game. Oh, oh my. my God. How dare you? It should be you? really funny because you would mentally break 
Go ahead. But I'm going to take Kentucky 31 to 21. That's nah, a safe Oh, bet. copy mine a little bit there. They're just the better team. Is Tim going to do it? Let's go Wildcats. That's all I got to say. I got to roll with Kentucky till me. the wheels come off. Tim's voice is guttural today. Jungle, yeah. Jungle hey, cats? I'm, do, I'm doing one of the hardest things that's in the human world, which is podcasting while sick. No one, it takes a real man to do that. That's Thank all I'm going to say. Thank you, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. You hate when he does that, don't you? That voice by Wes is so, so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, give us the prediction here. Then we'll just we'll just let you sit there and, and be sick. Yeah. UK, 49. LSU, 33. Go Cats. Holy Mother Moses of Mary. That is a lot of points. UK brought up their Woo! offense again. Before we move on to the NFL, I want to give my upset of the week. Anyone else have any oh, upsets of the week? Because I'm going to give mine. Because I'm going to give mine right here. I can't imagine. You're going to love it, Wes. Yeah, please In Piscataway. I have an Stop upset it. of the week In as Piscataway. well. Stop it. Rutgers is going to upset it. number 11 Michigan State this week. No. Upset of the week. Give I me like that. I like Kenneth Walker. I have an upset of the week as well. Go ahead, Krob. Um, This isn't too big of an upset, but um, Provo, Utah. They got a top 10 team. There's no way. Quarterback room, banged up, no if I've way. ever seen it before. Give me the Broncos, baby. Boise State's taking out BYU. <laughs> There's no way. I like it. I don't. BYU it. got knocked down to their third-string quarterback last week. I don't know, and I don't care enough to see who's starting for the Cougars this week. But I've watched Boise State play a couple games of football. Love me some Cougars. Yeah. BYU hasn't shown me anything this year. <laughs> They've never blown anybody out. So give me BYU, give me Boise State. Yeah, following Zach Wilson's first ever career NFL win, BYU drops one. That'd, That'd be suck. interesting. That'd be interesting. Tim, any upsets this week you like? Maybe Vandy over Florida? Syrac- <laughs> I just looked at that one. Syracuse no playing at home against Wake Forest. No way. Sam Hartman not going to get it done there in the dome? I'm just. It is going to be a tough game. Nebraska at home. I got a fun one. It's Michigan. Nah. Following a big win against number three in the country. Let's go Stanford over uh, Arizona State. You think Not Stanford's going to keep this it rolling? This is such a letdown game for Stanford. Go for it, dude. Let him let run. Let him run wild. We'll see. Let's move. Yeah, Jaden Daniels will run wild. Let's move into the NFL. We got a couple stories we want to talk about. Most importantly, we do indeed. Patriots sending Stephon Gilmore to the Panthers for a sixth-round pick in return. Same price that the Bears <coughs> paid for Jakeem Grant. So I just remember that. I mean, golly. Yeah, that's cheap. And I mean, I know that Devontae Adams was recruiting, and there was reports that Gilmore wanted to play for the Packers. But if you're the Packers, how the fuck are you holding on to a sixth-round pick? What is that going to do for you? I get that there's salary capping like, requirements and stuff like that, but I mean, you do what you got to fucking do to get Stephon Gilmore on your team. What, what's he going to do? Get him in their DB in the draft so Aaron Rodgers can get more pissed off? I well, mean, let's see. Really. Kevin do King, I saw a stat. Kevin King has is been targeted one. six times, and Eric Stokes has been targeted 25 times, and Kevin King has given up more targets than Stokes this oh, year. Stokes more been yards. More, yards. more yards. Stokes has been yes. pretty good. It's almost like the Packers management consistently makes bad decisions and that this is not surprising at all. I mean, the, and we, we can stick on the Packers if no one else has anything more to stay, say about Gilmore. Because I have the one Packers, more thing to say okay, about go ahead. Stephon Gilmore. Credit to the Panthers. What a move. That's their second incredible trade in as many weeks. For a cornerback. I'm going to say that When J.C. Horn comes back, if he can come back at all this year, wow, is that 
secondary Do pretty the good. Panthers are they making these moves because they think they're going to be contenders this year? I think I, potentially not this year, but it could set them up. I think they should go and not all in, but put a lot of trust in this year's chances. Well, did was it not Wes Minky that said the I Panthers did say could they win, they could win the, the NFC South? South. I think it's. Tr- I mean, I have just, said they. They. I think they're a potential sneaky playoff like, team. I don't okay, even I'd know. Say, I said they're going to win a playoff game. Yeah. Let's put it this way: even pre Gilmore trade, that secondary was already pretty good. Fine. Healthy. I would say healthy. Yeah, healthy. It was healthy. good. It was fine. Fine yeah. as is. Yeah. You, J.C. Horn, Stephon Gilmore, Jeremy Chin, C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson. That's a lot of talent for a secondary. Henderson's fine. He hasn't proven much. That's what I'm yet. saying. No, it's a, a lot of talent. Yeah, but you get to give a top ten. You get to give a top ten pick what. A fresh cornerback start. three yeah. status yeah. behind Gilmore and J.C. Horn when he's healthy. Well, clearly someone's going to have to play in the slot. That's the only thing. Uh, Dante, to assume da- isn't Dante Jackson? Da- yeah, Dante Jackson is on the Panthers, too. Yeah, like he's they- really good, too. Yeah, I'd have so- to assume, though, Henderson's going to play in the slot when they're all healthy, right? That would make the most sense. Him or Jackson. Yeah, I mean, it It just depends. That's that's the hard thing. That's why I was so happy about the Bengals signing Mike Hilton is because Mike Hilton only Great plays slot. the slot. Yeah. And sometimes teams really target cornerbacks. But then they have so many perimeter guys, no one can really play in the slot. That's why some safeties, too, when they lose their safety spot, sometimes they convert them into slot corners. Even yeah. sometimes outside linebackers play slot corner, too. So it's just going to be interesting to see what they do I with like, that loaded thing about that is like, I always think back to like Jabura Peppers at Michigan when he was in college. Yeah. Like He was just insane. Honey Badger plays they put slot him, corner, too. Yeah, they Honey put Bagger. him wherever you wanted to on the field, and like mm-hmm. he was able to make an impact. And Yeah, plays into that. Well, speaking with the Packers, they go and sign Jalen Smith. Carl, what are we thinking about this, especially Smith being a former Cowboy? You know, it sucks to see Jalen go, right? But good God, is he not good against the rush. Like, I understand the decision at the end of the day, right? We have, we drafted Micah Parsons, number 11 overall, I believe, mm-hmm. or number 12, one 12. of the two. I think it was 12. Like, he obviously, and he's played a lot of edge rush recently, but we drafted him to be a cornerstone of this defense. We have Leighton Van Esch, former first-round pick. Has he had issues staying healthy? Yeah, but when he's on the field, he has been efficient. We bring in Keanu Neal, who is a safety, who in Dan Quinn's system is able to play middle linebacker. That's important. Third round this year, we draft Jabril Cox. He's actually looked pretty damn good through four weeks he, I would consider one of the Cowboys' definite steals. And then you think you have to pay Jalen Smith all that money that was on his contract for him to be so poor against the rush. It just wasn't worth it for us at that point. And you'd rather take the dead cap this year and just open up a little bit of cap space for the next season. And it sucks because I am a Jalen Smith fan. I love that we were able to draft him in the second round after that brutal knee injury at Notre Dame. But it's a business, right? And I don't think we're going to be in too bad of a situation without him. The most interesting point from this whole move for me was with the number change. Jalen Smith changes from number 54 to number 9. Paid a lot of money. six figures to change that number, and he plays, what, four games for the Cowboys under that number? That's Mm -hmm. insane, Mm -hmm. dude. That's the most business move I've ever seen in my life. And golly, I bet Jalen Smith is really mad right now. And I bet some players in the future are going to use Smith as an example of, holy shit, what if that happens to me as a number worth hundreds of thousands of dollars? I just remember Jalen Smith all throughout like his Notre Dame days. Because I remember it was a, I think it was a Fiesta Bowl when Ohio State played Notre Dame his last year of Notre Dame. And it was like, this guy is the real deal. Like He's going to be a star in the NFL. And then he comes to Dallas. He never really does anything. 
because he's always getting nah, hurt. I mean, no, a pro yeah, bowl. No. Yeah, pro. I mean, okay, so besides the pro bowl year, he's always either hurt or he's getting benched for somebody else. So it was always like whatever happened to that talent. Packers, not really a great defense, but just need a, they just need talent. That's mm-hmm. all they need. They just need talent. He definitely, so I think he can make a big impact on that Packers I would, defense. He's going to have more of a role in the Packers oh, than yeah, he would with the for Cowboys. Sure. I don't want to be that guy. I mean, you're acting like he stunk. He, he just said he stunk. He didn't. He, he didn't stinks against cap. the run. He had 154 total tackles last year. That either led the NFL or was just behind Blake Martinez. It was one of the two. He was pretty good last year. He's he's always been better against the pass than he is against the run. The problem just was last year our backers were so banged up that his deficiency against the run just got exposed continuously. I don't think. He but has he to is be good a good linebacker. In Green Bay, he doesn't have to be good against the run. Uh, yeah, he does. That's the one thing Green Bay can't stop is but, the run. Yeah, but they, that's not what they're Jalen Smith him in. has also never missed I, it. I think they're probably bringing him in to stop the run. Jalen Smith has also never missed a game either. He played 16 games his first four seasons in Dallas, and he's played all four games this year. That has to be such a lie. Has According to, to his, his career statistics, it says 16 GP for every game. And I don't specifically remember him being out for any games. He might have missed an entire season. Yeah, his rookie season. He got drafted... With that's torn ACL. Yeah, yeah there, he sat yeah. all. Wow, that's. That I think you're actually right. Wow, I was, I forgot about. I that. I don't remember him having he any tore, sort of injury. He was going to be a top pick towards ACL and he fell. I remember that. In the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, Wowzers. I remember that. Yeah, now. I don't remember him ever having any sort of soft tissue, anything or anything. Go Jalen Dallas. Smith. I'm a Jalen Smith truther now. I hope he. Succeeds. I'm gonna be honest. It sucked to see, but I understand the business move behind it, and I think he landed in one of the best possible situations mm-hmm. for him, and I hope he plays well in Green Bay. I just hope he doesn't play this Sunday against the Bengals. Well, Tim, go ahead. I was say, it's not too bad to go from one contending team to another contending yeah, team. Yeah, no, absolutely oh, not. Oh, no, certainly not. Before we get to that Bengals-Packers game, we got to start with a game that's going to start on Sunday before all of them. we got a 938. we got a little breakfast football here. Tottenham, baby. I'm fired up. But the headline for this one, no Calvin Ridley, no Russell Gage. What Who the hell is Matt Ryan throwing? What is going on with those boys? Personal issues? Well, I think Gage is hurt. Ridley is personal issues. What yeah. the hell is going on there, Crob? I don't know what personal issues is, but as someone who's just itching to see Kyle Pitts have his breakout NFL game, I mean, it's looking like it's going to be this week. You get the Jets. You get the top two options on your team out. Cordale just had a huge week, so the defense is certainly going to be focused in on not letting him do what he did last week. It has the makings for a Kyle Pitts breakout, and if it happens, I'll be very excited. But I just don't know what's going on here. I'm confused as well. Wes, what do you think about this one? I mean, the Jets, I don't know. Like That defense looks fine. It's the best part of that team, Mm -hmm. and the Falcons are not going to be able to move the ball much if they don't have anyone to throw the ball to other than Kyle Pitts. And, I mean, I don't know. Zach Wilson, fresh off his first win. It's obviously his first game in London. Rookie quarterbacks were 0-4 in London. Hey, good a, stat with a, there. With a minus 78-point differential. Wow, that's not great. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I think the Jets are going to be very close in this game. I think they have a chance to win it. They're going to give themselves a I good mean, chance to win it. Do we need to DoorDash some cough drops to Seriously. old Rob and Tim over here? I'm looking at this <laughs> for the Falcons. Their top wideouts would be Olamide, Zacchaeus, and Tajay Sharp. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is Marcus May playing? Mark, that, Marcus May is going to play, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I would assume what him with Kyle Pitts would be the – They're going to key in on Kyle Pitts. And move. I think it's going to be a, a lot of tight end usage, not necessarily Kyle Pitts, but both 
both him and Hayden Hurst. Hey, for Shef- the Shefty just really teased us right there. What do you? Oh, uh, oh wow, Wes has a cough drop. Yeah, I don't get, need get him it. out. I don't need it. What the hell are you Tim talking needs about? It. Tim is actually sick. I just have a little. It. I just have a normal cough. I ha- operate half my life with a cough. We just got uh We just got teased by Adam Schefter here. Did anyone else just see that? Adam Schefter just tweeted out and said, "Raiders, first round pick on the move," and I shit my pants a little. <laughs> and then I opened up Twitter and it said, what "Moving for, to right guard." I mean, come on, Shefty. I'm in the middle of recording right here. Brandon it, we, we, Who's Brandon Parker? Shefty loves to do that. We could have been breaking some news, right but instead, yeah. no, here we no, are. Here's Shefty just being a loser. The biggest thing, I expect a big game from two players in this one, and they both actually are on the Jets. I'm going to go with Corey Davis and Michael Carter having huge games in this one. And here's why. The Falcons are awful, awful, awful against the Against the rush. They're awful against everything, I'm going to be honest. I don't mean to cut you off, sorry. And that's why Michael Carter's going to have a big... Michael Carter's waiting to have a breakout game. And I like the way that Zach Wilson's throwing the deep ball. It's the best part of his game. So, I'm going to be the first one to say it. The Jets are going to win two in a row. Oh, I completely agree with you. I, I, the, I have to say this one thing, though. I feel so bad for the people in London that every year they have to see the Jaguars play, and they just get shitter games. They get some of the worst games in the NFL. What do you mean? They're the Bengals game had a... of the year with Jacksonville, Miami. Stop it. <laughs> who, did the ba- who did the Bengals play in London? Did they play the Jags? Yeah, they played the Jags. It's, oh, no, maybe they played the football team. Though. It's like every year, the, uh, the Jags. They did play the, the they, Dolphins. They, they played the like, football team. I'm surprised like that we're getting back-to-back London games. Because I believe Miami, yeah, Miami Jacksonville is next week. Two are back. Are those the are those the only two London games this year? Or uh, are we getting enough? I bet there. I, I bet there's are the only four. Two. Oh, oh, I'm gonna start looking. Three or four. Trust maybe. me, I'm going well, through the focus. schedule right now. Tim and I both picked Jets. What do we? Robin West. I'm I'm also gonna go Jets. Um, I don't. I don't know. The Falcons. They're already bad. And what then is? You can, this is a uh, game where I look at if it was at any other time other than 9:30 in the morning, it would nobody would watch it yeah. at all. So we were me and Ben were talking about this. Uh, on the way into the studio today, we said, "Hey, I don't know what that Jets money line is for any 21 and plus gamblers out there, but that would be a nice bet to throw down sooner rather than later before the Falcons lose some points and some totals." Because as of right now, the Falcons are still three point favorites, but yeah. I think that's before people drop. are realizing Ridley and Gage are out. Crawford, right. who do you like in this one? I so badly want to go against the group. But Zach Wilson actually looked pretty darn good last week. And granted, the Titans' defense isn't anything to write home about, but it's better than the Falcons' defense. I'm going to roll Jets. I think they win two in a row. That's wow, not a good the, the, for us. The boys just went 4-0. Which you, know which, you know which Jets, sucks? Jets. Who that sucks for if the Jets were to actually win? Uh, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, because they'd be last in the AFC East, and that'd be tough. That'd that be a tough re- pill to swallow. That would really hurt them. Let's get into the 1 o'clock games, the game I mentioned earlier. Packers-Bengals. In Paul Brown Stadium, tickets are expensive. Like, the most expensive game that's been in Paul Brown since their playoff game against the Steelers. I mean, golly, I'm I'm worried that the Packers are going to travel well. They always do. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Tim, what are we thinking over here? I, uh, friend of the program, John Conway, will have boots on the ground ah, at boots, the game. Boots on the ground at the game. But I... Am I weird for thinking the Bengals could win this football game? I saw some guy on Twitter, and he walked through every single position group. <laughs> And you said you didn't need a fucking cough drop. Watch I mean, your fucking w- mouth. What a dude. lie. Watch Having your coughs fucking mouth. I put one in. Yeah. Uh, Listen, he, he walked through every single position group. Offense, he went Packers on quarterback and running back as he should. Receivers to the Bengals. Tight end was a draw. But then when he got to the defense, he went through defensive line, 
linebackers, DBs, basically every single position possible, edge rushers, every single advantage he had to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Every single advantage he had to the Bengals in this one. And listen, this is a game where the Packers are going to be without Jair Alexander because Alexander is going to miss some time. Yep. The Bengals are going to get back Chita Bayouzier. They're going to get back T. Higgins. They're going to get back... Oh my, Jesse Bates. I was blanking there for a second. They're going to get back Jesse Bates. Ricardo Allen also coming back. I got that one right, Krav. Didn't mess it up there. It's not Keanu Neal. Who yeah. else is coming back, Tim? I'm, I know I'm missing some guys. There are some guys who are clearly... Regardless, those four coming back is huge for the Bengals team. It is. I think Joe B is going to have a field day in this one. I'm going to pick the Bengals. I'm not going against my team anymore. I'm not. The Bengals are going to win this one, even though it's going to be tough. It's They're going to have to outscore the Packers. Even though I think the Bengals' defense will slow down Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to stop him. I'm going to go Bengals 28, Packers 27. One-point game. Okay, so this is Statman's back. Um, Joe, Joe Burrow, despite having thrown 398 fewer career passing touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow has thrown more passing touchdowns to a player selected in the first round than Rodgers has in his entire career. Yeah. Burrow's thrown five, Rodgers done four. Yeah, and they That is a complete slap in the face of Rodgers. It's probably he he's thrown what four to Jamar Chase yep, so far Jamar and Chase. I think he probably threw one to AJ Green. Would it be Green or would it be uh what's Green selected in the first round? Uh yeah, yeah fourth was, overall. Yeah, okay. fourth before so, yeah, Julio Jones. Yeah, those were, was. those are the two. But that just blows my mind that like that's just a slap in the face to Rodgers every year. They can't go out and get him talent. But Oh, I'm so sorry, Bennett. I'm so sorry. I'm going to go with Raj, go with the Packers. I just think they're too talented of a team. I think they need to get a little more respect back in the building. Um, I'll go Packers 28, uh, Bengals 23. Krob? Why do you always got to start with this? Yeah, why does he start with like a vocalized pause and then a... I was just about to start talking. But okay, continue to be a bitch all episode. That's fine. Go ahead, I was going to pick the Bengals, but fuck you. I hope Joe Burrow breaks his fucking leg this weekend. Packers 35, Bengals 6. Like, golly, dude. This this kid mood swings harder than anyone I know. Tim. (laughs) I've been saying it all week to Bennett. It's weird. I don't know why, but that energy in Paul Brown Thursday makes me think these Cincinnati Bungles will be the Bungles no more. (laughs) How are you going to disrespect the Bungles? Hey, I'm not I'm not arguing they were the Bungles. <laughs> they were the Bungles. I really just think that they can win this football game. I don't know why. There's just something that just tells me that without Jair Alexander and with T. Higgins coming back, that offense is going to be able to move the fucking football. And let's just – I forgot this name too. They're without Jair Alexander. They're still out with Zadarius Smith too. And they Z- don't yeah. have Zadarius, Zadarius Smith. And Z- yeah, not having your two best those, defenders. Those are their two best players on and defense. And Kenny Clark. Yes. Yeah, Kenny Clark's a dog. Smith Rose. I'm a Kenny Clark stan. Mm-hmm. Let that be known. Sorry, continue. Uh, Cut you off but there. The Bengals passing game, Kevin King is going to have to cover. <laughs> he hasn't done it this year. Who, like, who though? Who? Who, who? Like, you're going to put Stokes on Jamar Chase. That's a good matchup. Ta- Two rookies. Okay. T. Higgins on Ki- is going to go the fuck off. Like, T. Higgins. <laughs> King is going to be over T. Higgins, and that's who the fuck is going to guard Boyd. Tyler Boyd in the slot. Exactly. Absolutely no. And I think the Bengals— and after th- last week, Uzama, who, like, mm-hmm. you got a key on him too? Yeah. I think the Bengals have a good—it's uh, going to be a shootout because the Bengals' defense, I think for the first time this year, might kind of get a little bit exposed because yeah. that's just how good Aaron Rodgers is. 
And that's nothing against the Bengals. That's just about how good Aaron Rodgers is. MVP. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Bengals 31, Packers 28. Wow. Oh, all right. I like it. I like it. So until I made Crab mad there, he was gonna. We were gonna go four O Bengals. Uh, so. I went. I went Packers. The Packers. Oh, you did go. Packers. I said the Bengals I, will win I this game. I said I think it's a good. I think it's a good game though. I think Rodgers is way too talented. The Bengals will win the game. Nobody can guard Tyler Boyd. He's gonna go for over hundred. Let's stick with the AFC North. Tim, the three and one Denver Broncos going to Heinz Field. He just he just pumped his the fist. Steelers. You feeling good about this one, Tim? I feel good about this one too, Tim. It's a fucking get right game. I wow. think it's a get right game too. Gosh, I don't love to see the over-under under 40 points. That's insane. I actually agree it's going to be low scoring, though, because I think the Steelers' defense is going to play really well. Teddy Bridgewater and those Broncos, I said it earlier, I think they might have been a fluke. They, I mean, 0-9 in their first three games their opponents were. So, I mean, the Steelers, just is, if they can't get right here, Tim, they're not going to get right all year. I, I completely say- agree with you. I think the biggest part is is that we're going to see Najee Harris maybe have a not a breakout game because last game he did play very well, but I think we could see him go over 100 yards this week. <laughs> yeah, is the Denver defense really good? Yes, but I think that this week, from what Mike Tomlin's been saying, they're trying to take less off. Of, they're trying, trying to take some stuff off of Ben's plate because they know that they probably put too much on it to begin this year, and that's why his play has been poor. Well, the biggest part about it, you mentioned Najee there, possibly having a big game. That comes down to game flow to me because I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to get down super early in this one because I don't think the Broncos have that great of an offense to get ahead by a lot. So if Najee's not having to catch 14 passes a game because they're down immediately, they're going to have more opportunities to run the football. And like you said, this Broncos defense is good, but their two best players are edge rushers. So if Najee can get going up the middle, I can see him having a successful game as well. It can so, really open the field up. And, I, and I've got a stat. Yeah. Oh, I've got I a like stat. this. Yeah. Timbo. Deontay Johnson has been targeted 35 times this year. Okay. Zero drops. After last year's... Butterfingers. Yeah, Butterfingers last year. Happy for him. Yeah. I've got a stat, too. I love stats. The Steelers were 7-0. Chase Claypool tweeted, losing, never heard of her. Since, God damn it. Since that tweet, they are 6-8. and eight. He doubled down on that tweet the other day. He did. Ooh, good for yeah. you, Chase. We all know what you were talking about. You weren't talking hey, about I got what you just too. backed it up with. I Shut got up, stat Chase too. Claypool. Go ahead. I got a stat. Let's go. Broncos have not allowed a 60-yard rusher this season, and Pittsburgh is averaging 55.3 yards per game this season. That's the fewest in the NFL. So, as we said, Najee needs to get going. The Broncos' defense is very good at stopping the run. Double so. negative equals a positive Najee exactly. Harris. Exactly. Big game. Have a huge game. Huge game. Krob, anything about this game before we give score predictions? Who I smoke. Oh, baby, who I smoke. Broncos win. You're taking the Broncos. What's the score there? Sorry, Timbo. Broncos... Um, Broncos 20, Steelers 13. I'm flipping that. I like Steelers 20, Broncos 13. Tim? I like Steelers 28. I think they can actually score some points. Wow. Yeah. It's a weird defense to think that the Steelers can finally start to do something against. Uh, I, if Drew Locke is in the, as Drew, if Drew Locke is playing, then the, Steel, then oh, the we Steelers didn't even mention defense that. is yeah. going to be getting mm-hmm. some points. Drew Locke's in, he's slated to start in this one. So, I like Steelers 28, Broncos 21. Wow, you got okay. the over just smashing. Okay, Wes? I'm going to go Steelers 17, Broncos 10. Shootout. 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 I like one. the Steelers defense to get right. I like sticking on the topic of our teams. 
we obviously can't go to Carabs before we finish the one o'clock games, but yeah, let's go I Miami. figured I figured Wes has just a just a huge old paragraph to read no, off. No, I don't. I so don't. let's go Tampa Bay on at home. Tampa Sorry, I Bay. Thought, I thought that they were on the road, but they're actually at home against the Dolphins. They I, are. I don't see a situation where the Dolphins keep this one close. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I see one either. Um, <laughs> but for my hey, own fandom, for my own fandom, at least he admitted realistic. it. At least he yeah. admitted it. Like, this is a big for step my, forward. For my own fandom, I'll say that Miami's got a chance in this one. Tom Brady has 12 career losses versus the Dolphins. That's double the amount of losses he has against any other opponent in the NFL. So Miami's got a chance. Baby. It's almost like he played the Dolphins two, two times, times a, year. a year for almost his entire career. Yeah. But I all I'm saying is Tom Brady's gonna have a big game. Dolphins are gonna get hopefully get Raekwon Davis back, our best uh run stopper, big D tackle. So is uh Will Fuller playing in this one? He's not broken finger went to the IR, so he's out for three weeks. Wow, for a finger? What a bitch. Well All right, watch the fuck out. Some would argue. Dude. But anyways, um after the Jakeem Grant trade, it's Kind of an open wide receiver room now. Albert Wilson and Preston Williams are both going to get more playing opportunities. There's that elite wide receiver core you always talk about. Well, it yeah, doesn't baby. matter. The ball's in Devontae Parker's hands. But I'm also Good excited to see Jalen Waddle get some more return action because he was kind of limited with Jakeem Grant back there. So I want to see what he could do when he was at Alabama, really open the field up for himself. So I think I've seen him muff two punts this year. That's pretty solid. No, it's Jakeem Grant. Not as many as Chester Rogers. No. Uh, Waddle muff one. Jakeem Grant muff two. Okay. Well, either way, that's, it, okay. that's not a great stat that's anyway. Yeah, three muff pumps. Yeah, three, three muffs in uh, four games is definitely not, not what you're looking I for. I get it. I get it. But isn't, I think isn't Miami, B-Flow a special teams guy too? Defensive. D- big defensive guy. Big oh, sh- time. I mean, positive. I, no. I, he's, he probably helps certain, a little bit. He things, certainly but. cares about special teams. But. Yeah. B-Flow leaving the Patriots wasn't the special teams coordinator. Who was the special teams coordinator then? Joe Judge. Joe that's Judge what it was. Judge that's was why everyone was, was, was like, big, why the hell did they hire Joe Judge? Guy. And people yeah. are still like, why the hell did so they hire Joe Judge? So give me your score. I want to know how close you think this one's going to be. Okay, so I think it's at least within 10, but I think it's closer to 10 than it is any other number. So I'm going to go... Well, I mean, there's only so many fucking numbers between 0 and 10 there, Buster. Well, I'm saying within 10, but I'm saying it's, there's nine. it's a lot closer <laughs> to 10. So I'm going to go Buccaneers, 31. Howie to the Dolphins defense. And... Dolphins, 21. Oh, my God. They are not putting up 21 oh points on the well, clock. Well, you just said it's oh going to be within, I guess, 10. 10 is 10, is it not? You just gave the most confusing way possible to say that I the said, Dolphins I think it's within 10, 10, but it's a lot closer to 10. Well, it's actually, you just <laughs> it predicted it 10. to be fucking 10. So. Thank you. This every week. I mean, <laughs> why are we trying to overcomplicate it here, Buster? Just say they're going to lose by 10. Hey, the I've got to lose them by 31. Um, you don't. That's a lie. I've got I've got Buccaneers thirty eight, Dolphins seven. That that's a lie. I'll go. I'll, I'll not double down, but I'll go uh, Buccaneers thirty eight, Dolphins seventeen. I'll meet you in the middle. I'll go Buccaneers thirty eight, Dolphins fourteen. Bad day to be the Dolphins. I don't. I think you guys were overemphasizing how much the Buccaneers could run the ball. I don't Leonard care about Fournette the Fournette in for a huge game in this one. Leonard Fournette in for a huge game. Talk about a huge game on the ground. This guy needs it. Dalvin Cook needs to get going this year. He's got to he get right opportunity against the Lions. Yes, he's going to play this week at home. Lions are, or Lions, yeah, I guess the Lions are nine and a half point dogs because the Vikings are nine and a half point favorites. That would be how that works. That's a lot of points to give to the Vikings. We know they haven't lost by a ton this year in all the games. If I look at Krab yawning one more time, I'm going to yawn. The Am rest I not of the allowed episode. to yawn? No. How about we wake up? Do we? Did you? I'm not well drink, awake. Did you not drink your Red Bull this morning? I did. Don't drink Red Bull. Don't drink coffee. 
I quit coffee actually. Me and coffee Congrats, don't get I'm along. proud of you. We don't get clap along. It up. Yeah, clap it up for Bennett. Clap me, it up for Bennett quitting coffee. Me and Big Cat and I don't see eye to eye. Let's on see that how long one. that lasts. It's it's for sure quitting. I went to rehab and everything. You know what my rehab was? Having to leave English class for 20 minutes because I couldn't stop shitting my brains out. Oh, then, trust me. I heard you screaming through the door the other day. <laughs> <laughs> this is number five. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> Sometimes it be like that, man. <laughs> oh. Sometimes it be like yeah, that. Yeah, disc- I'll have to put a disclaimer in here later. Trigger warning. Shitting yourself. Hey, sometimes, it, <laughs> sometimes it be like that, man. Let's go to the Vikings here. They're going to roll in this one. I actually like them covering by 10 because, like I said, it's a get-right game. I think Dalvin Cook goes for three touchdowns in this one. I like the Vikings 27 and the old Lions there 16, 27-16. So, what are you smirking over there? I got a stat that just hit both things you just said all in one. So Dalvin Cook's averaged 136.7 yards rushing per game and five rushing touchdowns in his last three games versus the Lions. And Minnesota's won each of those games by 12-plus points. So I think Minnesota keeps that streak rolling. Hopefully Dalvin gets back his big game. I like Minnesota to win bigger. I'd say about 14 points Minnesota wins by. Okay. Crop? I think Minnesota controls the game. I do think the Lions can get back into it later. They've shown, like even last week against the Bears, they were down, what, 21-0, to zero, and, and they, they came back, came back into it. Into it. Yeah. Um, I do think Minnesota will end up probably covering. So I'm going to go – I'll go Minnesota 34, and I'll go Detroit 24. I think Minnesota barely covers. Tim? I'm going to go Minnesota 31, uh, Lions 28. I think it's going to be closer. I think Jared Goof gets a late touchdown just like okay. in garbage time. Go Goof. Go. Man, that's, a spe- that's a special. Tim's a big Jared Goof guy. I am a, goof I'm a guy. huge Goof guy. You're a Goofy guy. Let's go to – shout out Max Meyer here. He's a Jalen <laughs> Hurts stan. On the road against the Panthers – I'm going to start by saying this. There's one way I see either of these teams winning. The Panthers will win if Christian McCaffrey plays. He's already practicing in a limit, limited fashion Matt this week. optimistic. And the Eagles will win if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play. It's going to be that simple. That simple. Stephon Gilmore's not going to play, even though we've discussed that trade. He's not going to play until week six or seven. So the Eagles are going to have a chance to throw the football here. I think the Cowboys showed that the one place where this Panthers secondary can be vulnerable is against tight end because Dalton Schultz went for a huge game last week. Cowboys also ran the ball really well against the Panthers, which no one had done yet. So I'm looking for Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard to have big games in this one. I'm going to go Eagles in this one. I'm going to make that prediction with McCaffrey. I don't think he's going to play because I think they're going to err on the side of caution, especially if they think they're a contender. I like the Eagles in this one with a big game from Jalen Hurts. It pains me to say it because I'm not a Jalen Hurts guy, but I'm going to take the Eagles 27-24 here. Wes? I like the Panthers' defense a lot. I think Hurts is going to still have a pretty good game. I mean, if anything, he's going to at least have a decent game. But I think the Panthers are good enough offensively with or without McCaffrey to be able to pull this game out because the Eagles' defense is just that bad. I'd go Panthers by 10. Okay. You're big on these buys. You don't want to give exact numbers. Yeah. I don't like to. Haven't worked out well for me yet. Sorry. Fair enough. At least you're pretty. Go ahead, Carl. Thank you. I like the Panthers in this one. I know that's probably the least surprising thing anyone's ever heard. I do agree. I think it's going to be a nice day from Urs and Goddard. I think that's really honestly where this, the Eagles' bread and butter comes in their offense. 
Uh, but I just think the Panthers are a better team. Chris McCaffrey could potentially be coming back. DJ Moore has been on an absolute tear. And that defense, you know, they got to be feeling good. They're going to get Stephon Gilmore back soon. I mean, I'd be feeling great. It's I'm going to go. I think the, both teams can score points. We saw that last week in both of their games. I'm going to go Panthers 38, Eagles 31. Tim? Is Gilmore playing? Do no, we have it? No, oh, no, no, he's no, on the no, pop no. list. Uh, yeah, still. just saying, oh, he, can't, he yeah. can't play until week six or seven. He's Check. definitely not playing. Yeah, then I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say the Eagles. I think Eagles are, need a win. All right, Max. They, I I like Jalen Hurts. Uh, I've been a Jalen Hurts fan throughout the season. I think Devontae Smith is gonna have a big game. I do. He had a big game last week. Didn't score a touchdown. I'd like him to get a touchdown this week. Should have had a touchdown. I'm gonna go Eagles, twenty-eight. Panthers, twenty-four. Uh, real quick, DJ Moore. We said he, he's gonna have a big game with or like with or without McCaffrey. His stats with McCaffrey in the lineup are seven seven targets per game, sixty-five yards, and thirty-seven games with McCaffrey. Without McCaffrey, eight targets a game, eighty-five yards per game, and thirteen without. Step up. He plays better without him. He plays a lot better. A lot better without him. What's a game you're gonna be watching closely this week? And you're gonna be rooting for the Texans, which. <laughs> Man, that hurts. Old Davis Mills there. Texans Old at, long neck. Texans at home against the Patriots. My X factor in this game is a guy who did not play well last week at all. I think he had two carries for negative two yards, maybe. Or the week maybe. before, he didn't play very well that week either. So I'm looking for him to have a bounce-back week in a huge fashion here. Damian Harris is my X factor. He's going to run all over this Texans defense. Davis Mills isn't going to do shiitake against this Patriots defense, who just looked great against Tom Brady. Granted, it was raining, which makes it hard for any offense to succeed. It's going to be indoor this weekend. But still, I like the Patriots. I don't like them at the spread, which is nine. I like them by a touchdown. I'm, it's going to be low scoring. I like Patriots 24-17. I think Mac Jones has – this is his game to really really come out of the shadows of what New England's offenses look like so far. He's got the highest completion percentage by any rookie who started each of his first four games since 1950. The highest two previous marks are both Offensive Rookie of the Year and Robert Griffin III and Dak Prescott. So he's played decently well. Well, we always talk about how he's not stretching the field. He's not going for like many deep balls. I think this is the game where he can do that. He can attempt those balls and see what happens. But like you said, I mean, Patriots are – they should not lose this game, to be completely honest with you. Everyone wants to talk about how much Gilmore did for that defense. Like, he hasn't played yet this year. No, And, like, all. that defense has been good, New England's defense. They just held Tom Brady to 19 points, right? I mean, that defense is good in New England. It's going to be the factor that wins in the game. I'd go Patriots by seven. Copycat. Crop. Thank you. I do think David Harris will have a big game. But he's not my X Factor. My X Factor is Jacoby Myers. Uh, him and Mac Jones, as weeks have gone on, have their rapport with each other's just been getting better and better. Jacoby Myers is getting a lot of usage in that offense. And I think, like we said, this is the week for the New England offense to really kind of just break out in a way. I could see him and Damian Harris both having big games. I think Mac Jones will really prove that he's been the best quarterback in this draft class through five weeks. Uh, I actually do like the Patriots to cover. I'm going to take the Patriots 31-14. All right. Tim? I think that the Patriots' offense is going to have to, is going to be really simple this week because they don't have to do much to beat them, to beat the Texans. Bill Belichick's defense against rookie quarterbacks is historically amazing. 
I get Davis Mills is in for probably the roughest game in his short <laughs> NFL career has been. I like the Patriots, twenty-eight to three. Wow, Wowzers. Damn. Wowzers. You do not like David Davis Mills, do you? Well, he has a point. Belichick's defense is incredibly difficult against rookie quarterbacks. That he's going to be seeing ghosts. Talk about simple Fair. offenses there with the Patriots. I've got a team who should keep the playbook pretty simple this week. It's going to be the Tennessee Titans on the road in Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, it's called hand it off. Hand the fuck off. Hand the fucking football off to Derrick Henry. That's what I would say. Grind and pound. Yeah, I mean, God, God I hate you. That was actually good. I just got it. That was a little Urban Meyer joke. Getting Thank in you. There. Good job. I don't know if Julio Jones is playing. I don't think A.J. Brown's playing. They might not play either of them, but the Titans don't need them. They have Derrick Henry. They blew it last week. Oh, They blew thought, it last week. We thought week. they didn't need him last what week. What they need to worry about is finding a fucking kicker somewhere because <laughs> Fat Randy is not going to do the job, ladies and gents. <laughs> Fat Randy has given old Bengals fans some PTSD from last season. A.J. Brown logged a limited practice yesterday. Interesting. What about Julio? Did not practice. Interesting. I was expecting Julio to be back before AJ Brown, but they're like I said, they're gonna err on the side of caution because let's be real, they should win that division. I don't see Trevor Lawrence winning his first game yet. Go go ahead. Nick Westbrook Ekine, however you say it, who's sort of taken over as wide receiver one A and one B with Chess Rogers also DNP yesterday. Yeah. Oof. All three hamstring issues. So who are they throwing to? doesn't okay. matter. It said, the report Kevin. says A.J. Brown seems to be trending in the right direction. Julio obviously has the history of the hamstring. That's what held him out a lot last year, so they're, they're going to be way more careful with him. A.J. Brown's history tends to be with his knees, not his hamstring. I think he just tweaked his hamstring. They gave him a week to rest against a game they thought they should have won. Well, I mean, back to the Derrick Henry thing. He, he has to carry the ball for this offense to do anything, and – He's at 113 carries through the first four games. That's most in a season for the first th- through the first four games since Ricky Williams in Miami had 115 oh, and 20. What a guy. 2003. Sorry. So yeah, I mean, long while ago. Yeah. So like the fact that they're handing the ball off that much, I mean, have to. I'm still gonna go Titans in this one. They, I would too. They need to win this game to stay on pace to win the division. I like the Titans by 10. I'm gonna go Titans 23, Jags 13. I like that. Um. I think Urban is just yeah. That God, we haven't yeah that that whole Jags team is just a mess right shambles. now. Um, I think that's gonna play a huge factor. I don't. There's so much media pressure on just that entire team right now for everything that's going on. Titans are gonna have a kind of a quiet game, but they're gonna win easily. I'd go Titans by ten. You copycat. What'd you say? <laughs> Leave me alone, <laughs> What'd man. What'd you say? Titans by ten. It's but a copycat okay. league. Uh, I'm gonna go I, Titans by thirteen. Yeah. You, that's what I thought. Thank Go you. ahead, Crab. I think the Jaguars are gonna take after their coach. They're gonna right. they're gonna get in the trenches this week. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna get in the stink this week. They're gonna get in the trenches. They're gonna get in the mud. They're gonna get their hands in the mud. James this week. Robinson. Let's look, <laughs> let's look for James Robinson to get the ball a lot for the Jaguars. That seemed to work against the Bengals. Get down and dirty. Seemed to work oh, for yeah. Urban this week too to get down and dirty. Yeah. Um. Sometimes you just got to really grind. I actually the game think out. this game might be a little bit closer than we think. Tennessee. Should win. I think they will win. Uh, but I think it's only by a touchdown. I think probably they'll control the game. And we're never going to really say, oh, wow, I think the Jaguars have a legitimate chance to take run away with this. But I do think that the Jaguars, they played a pretty good game against the Bengals. Blew it. Blew it James big Robinson time. Robinson looked good, though. And it gets this bad Titans defense. That's what Robinson I'm, that's what I'm saying. Game. The Titans are banged up, and they don't have a great defense. The Jaguars have to. 
no matter all the urban situation, there are positives to be taken from their game against the Bengals. They went against a team who's looking to be pretty contentious in that AFC potential playoff wildcard spot, and they played them pretty well. Obviously, they blew it, but this is a potential game where they could steal one. I don't think they do, but I think they compete. I'll take the Titans uh, 24-17. The Titans are actually pretty decent against the run, so if I was looking at this Titans defense, I would try to be attacking them through the air, and no one's mentioned it yet with this Jaguars game last year. DJ Shark done for the year. I think he broke his ankle. Fractured it. Fractured, broken, same thing. You hate to see that for him, so... Besides Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chenault, this Jaguars team, I think, then goes to Tavon Austin. So, I mean, not Not many. They did just trade for Dan Arnold, who actually somehow got involved in that Thursday night game off of, what, maybe two practices. So they must Maybe not even. They must like Dan Arnold down there. So be on the lookout for him. Tim, score prediction? I think the Titans are going to run through the Jags this week. I think Derrick Henry has a big week. I think that Tannehill is going to have a big week, even if he doesn't have a lot of guys to throw to. I, the most important thing is he hasn't, hasn't been very efficient, where I think Tannehill is going to be more efficient this week in terms of completions and completion percentage. He shouldn't have that hard of a job this week. I mean, all he's do is hand the ball off and then run play action. It's true. I'm going to go Titans 31, Jags 21. All right. Last 1 o'clock game here. The Washington football team at home against the Saints. I can't figure this Saints team out, guys. I can't. One week they they look very, very good, and the other they look bad. And I guess sort of same for the football team. Two inconsistent teams here. Two, two, and two teams. Like we said, the football team's defense looks really, really bad. And the football team's a team I love to bet the over on because I think people respect their defense, and then it always ends up sucking. So I actually think Jameis is going to have a pretty good week here. I like the Saints to go on the road and win this game. I'm looking for Jameis and Alvin Kamara to finally get a good connection in the passing game. That hasn't come yet. I like the Saints by definitely more than two, which is their two-point favorites on the road. I like the Saints by six. Give me Saints 23, football team 17. Last two times the Saints have started two and two, have been 2017 and 2020, and both those seasons they finished with 11-plus wins and won the NFC South. Interesting. Good stat. Good stat. Um, I think Jimmy Winston's got to have a big game against the secondary. I think Alvin Kamara can be good, but not great against that front seven. But I think all he has to really ha- all he really has to be is good. I don't think that Washington football team offense is as good as people are going to make it out to be. I think the Saints steal one on the road. Uh, give me Saints by three. Crab after his long-awaited pause. Go ahead. This game comes down to who's the better quarterback. I think I know who the better quarterback's going to be. Jimmy Winston. And his name is Taylor Heineke. Uh, Jimbo Winston. Nothing incredible this year. I mean, people were, week one. people were crowned. Well, was that even incredible? He threw for less than 200 yards. He just had touchdowns. Five tuds. That's a lot. That's almost just what he was given by the Packers. Uh, he's shown nothing incredible. Heineke has proven to be what we all know him as, which is a dog. Bud Ledecky. And I think he's going to do it again this week, and I think Washington's going to take advantage of a New Orleans team that still hasn't figured out their identity. I'm going to go Washington um, 35, New Orleans 31. Also, we speak of that Washington front seven, but Chase Young hasn't had a sack yet this year. No, he hasn't. Had zero no, sacks no, through no, four games. Not. That's the longest streak of his career. Tim. I expect him to get at least a sack. 
I can't figure out this football team either. I really don't know. Taylor Heineke either looks really good or he looks really bad or he has some great throws and then he has a throw where you're like, what the hell is that? I think Chase Young is going to have a big game. I feel like he's kind of been quiet this year. I feel like you're not hearing a lot about Chase Young. He's due. He's due. You're, you're either hot, hot or you're due. due. Come on. I'm going to go football team. Oh, you guys are really in sync there. That's just football team, 24. Saints, 20. Mm. We're split on that one. Let's see how that one All goes. Crab, right. I promised you we'd get to this game as quickly as we could. We got the Cowboys at home against the Giants. Guys, I'm going to say it. Even though I just said that the Cowboys were going to come out the NFC, they're on upset a lot. Upset alert. This Not week. a chance. They are. They are on upset they alert. Are. Not a chance. You, are you going to cheer against Dan Dimes? Yeah. I only cheer against Dan Dimes when the Cowboys play the Giants. All I'm saying, I'm not predicting it. I'm just saying, out of all these teams who are favored by a lot of points, the Cowboys game worries me a little bit. Just because I feel like the Cowboys and Giants somehow always play each other close. And Dan Dimes, you've been saying it. I've been reluctant to say it. Dan Dimes has looked fine this year. And in the past, they've played the Cowboys close when he hasn't played fine. So the fact that he is playing fine right now, I'm a little bit worried. It comes down to me if Saquon Barkley can get going. The Cowboys' defense has looked great, very, very great. But if Saquon can get going, they're in trouble. Unfortunately, Saquon does not get going. I like the Cowboys in this one. Give me the Cowboys by 10. 31-21. Yeah, I don't got much to say here, really, besides the fact that, like you said, they've played close games. I specifically remember the game last year where I cried when Dak broke his leg and Andy Dalton threw a butte to Michael Gallup. Neither of those guys are in this game this year. Um, but the one thing Dan Dimes has never played against is a good Dallas Cowboys defense. And guess what? That's what he's going to get on Sunday. Trayvon Diggs keep it going this Sunday. Oh, what I love it. I mean, it would suck because we would hear the, oh, Dan Dimes just turns the ball over. It's Trayvon Diggs, baby. He's elite. I wouldn't be surprised if he snags another one. Who knows if Sterling Shepard's going to play uh, Slayton. Who knows if he's going to play. Canarius Tony looked great last week. Canarius Tony has looked pretty good. I would like Canarius Tony to meet the Cowboys defense. Hey, even John Ross took the top off last week. Scored a touchdown. John Ross can meet Malik Hooker in the trenches, and we'll see what goes on. Uh, I do think the Giants will actually play a better. They've again, really, I haven't seen the Giants. They've been playing everyone close. Play a bad game besides the Broncos, but like we said, Melvin Gordon rips one off late. They exactly. were down seven yeah. with two minutes left. I, I honestly really do agree with your score prediction, except I think the Cowboys get an extra field goal in there. I, I like Cowboys 34-21, but I, again, I think the score doesn't necessarily resonate how decently the Giants will actually give the Cowboys a chance. I just don't think the Cowboys lose. So I'll go to offensive stats. So Saquon, in his first two games this year, 26 touches, 96 scrimmage yards, 3.7 yards per touch, and no touchdowns. It's not great. In his last two games, he's had 40 touches, 220 scrimmage yards, five and a half yards per touch, and three touchdowns. So I think the Giants' offensive key to the game is you have to get Saquon involved. No matter how it happens, you have to give him the ball. He has to do his thing because when he's done that, they play well. And they play a lot better when Saquon's on the field, when he's getting a lot of touches, all that stuff. My other stat, Dak Prescott is the fourth quarterback since 1950 with 10-plus passing touchdowns. And a 75% plus completion percentage in the team's first four games of the season. Only one QB has had 75 plus comp- completion percentage past the fifth game. That was a tongue twister for that you. That was. There. You were hurting there. Um, you were hurting there. Can I toss in one more thing before Tim speaks? I would Tim love speaks? to hear it. I would love to hear it. And too. we haven't even gotten West's score prediction yet. Sorry, I thought he'd given his no, score prediction. No, go ahead. Uh, I'll do it real quick. Yeah, give it real quick. Uh, K- 
Cowboys by 13. Copier. Copier. I mean, this dude doesn't have one original thought. Krob, go ahead and finish. Um, 2020, it's week five. It's 425. We're in Arlington, Texas. Mm. Dak Prescott snaps his ankle in the second quarter. This one may be more emotional for him than his return to Dallas. To be fair, it was probably around 5 p.m. They were it, was, it was probably a little later than that. Uh, they they, they kicked at 425. <laughs> Go ahead. Finish. They kicked at 425. This is the exact same scenario in which they played last year in the same week in the same place. I What a story. I oh. hope Dak throws for 400 yards. Hopefully it's just going to be cramps this time. Hopefully it don't right, let him, hopefully you don't let him roll out so he doesn't get slammed. It was cramps when turf. Joe Burrow got folded like a chair by the football team. Today. All right. Uh, this is what I got to say about this game. I think the Giants, I think they're going to get absolutely dominated. I don't think the Giants' offense is great at all. I think the Cowboys' defense, they've got Trayvon Diggs. They got rid of Jalen Smith. Micah Parsons has been really good. I just don't see the Giants being able to move the football very consistently. I'm going to go Cowboys 34, Giants 14. That terrifies me that we're all on the Cowboys, but it's fine. It's fine. Guys, I don't want to talk about this one for long. Bears, Raiders. Let's just do the one-word game. Let's just do the one-word game. One word for the Bears, Raiders. I don't care about it at all. I guess my word's going to be... word should be IDK. That's not a word. That's three letters. That's 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 also I don't... No. Oh wait, IDC. My bad. <laughs> I didn't even catch it until oh, he God. said it. Oh God, West. The old oh. alphabet got West there. A B C. I guess. I, I guess my word is going to be Drake, and it's going to be Kenyon Drake. I'm really confused on what the Raiders are doing with him. I know Josh Jacobs is back healthy, but I mean, Kenyon Drake had one touch last week, and it was a rush. And I thought they were bringing Kenyon Drake to be the third down back to play in this I did passing as well. role. And the Raiders were trailing that whole game to the Chargers, and we never saw him. So I have no idea what the hell they're using Kenyon Drake in that offense for because they paid him way more money than he deserved. So my word for what I'm going to be looking for is Drake. I like the Raiders to win still. They're at home. I don't trust Justin Fields on the road, especially in Vegas. It's going to be a low-scoring one. I like the Raiders 23, and the I'll give the Bears 16. My one word is going to be promise. The Bears have finally promised Justin Fields that the team is his. He's been walking on eggshells the past few weeks trying to not make mistakes because he knew Andy Dalton was coming back soon. That was beautiful. And he kept being told that if he plays bad, it's either Nick Foles or Andy Dalton. Someone's to replace him. They finally told him, you're the QB1. You, like This is your team. Andy Dalton finally reached out to him and was like, hey, I wish you all the best. Like You deserve this. You're the right guy for this team. I want to know how he's going to play when he's got that pressure off his shoulders and he can just let the ball fly. Because that's how he played at Ohio State, and he hasn't looked the same in Chicago. I just want to see what it looks like against that Raiders defense. It might be tough because he's not going to have a lot of time, but we'll see what he does. My words promise. Crab, pressure. Justin Fields has looked at his worst when he's gotten a lot of pressure. The Browns game was an example of that. Joey Bosa says that Derek Carr is at his worst when you get after him and you pressure him. I wouldn't necessarily disagree. Bears defense can certainly get a lot of pressure. I, I'm sure the Raiders defense can get pressure on fields as well. It'll be interesting to see how both these quarterbacks respond to pressure this week, but I do like the Raiders to win. Give me a score. Um, let me go Raiders 24, Chicago 17. I said 24, 16. So we're close. Oh, I said 23, 16. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Wes, go ahead. Copy one of ours. I'll go upset of the week. I'll go Bears by three. Wow. My one, I think the Bears finally get one. My one word is trap. Because I do think this is a trap game for the Raiders. The Raiders, yep. 
you'd think should win this game easily, a rookie quarterback on the road. I think it's going to be closer than it should be. Mm-hmm. I think that Derek Carr might struggle a little bit for the first time this year, really. I struggled in the first half against the Chargers, that's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But this Bears defense is still very good. I'm going to go Raiders 21, Bears 17. Okay, so you still got the Raiders winning. Yeah, still got the still Raiders. Got winning. The but Raiders. I think it's going to be good. Like, the Raiders theoretically should beat the living shit out of the Bears at home. All right, so let's go to this next one with the last undefeated team left in football. We got the Cardinals at home against the 49ers. Trey Lance's first career start in this one. I don't think it's going to go well for him. The Cardinals have looked really good. They stopped. I wouldn't say they stopped. They were the only team to really slow down the Rams' offense so far this year. Stafford struggled a bit. Really, they just got a late garbage time touchdown, which helped their stats boost up there with a Robert Woods score. Kyler Murray has looked fantastic this year. He spreads the ball around more than any quarterback in the NFL. I like the Cardinals to stay hot here. I'm looking for a big game. My X Factor in this one's actually going to be Chase Edmonds. I think he finds the end zone for the first time this season. I like the Cardinals 34, and I like the 49ers 21. Arizona's 4-0 for the second time since relocating to Arizona. 2012 season was when they relocated. The 2012 Arizona Cardinals started 4-0 and won, and lost 11 of their last 12 games. That's not great. So, I don't know if this Arizona team's going to cool off anytime soon. This will be the game where they'd cool off, though. I mean, the 49ers defense can get a lot of pressure on Kyler. I don't know if he's faced a lot of pressure yet this year. That could be the way to stop him, maybe. I don't know. Um, I think the Cardinals are going to roll, though. 49ers put up a test. I'd go Cardinals by six. I wasn't a fan of the Cardinals defense, but they played the Rams pretty damn well last weekend. Yeah, they did. Trey Lance probably getting a start for the Niners. Definitely That's, is getting a start. I'd say Garoppolo's he's looked, out. Oh, he's officially out? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Okay. Well, Trey Lance has looked pretty good. I haven't really seen him make too much mistakes, which means he's due for a couple mistakes. So I think the Cardinals win. I don't or think they hot. I don't think they dominate, but I do think it's a comfortable win. I'll take the Cardinals 34-21. Is that what I said? You said 3421. <laughs> well, you uh, go first. So. Fair enough. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, I think the Cardinals should win this game pretty comfortably. I think Trey Lance is probably going to start a conversation that Kyle Shanahan's definitely been avoiding. He's, I think he's going to play pretty well. I think that it's just going to open the playbook up run game wise, which is what they I think they want to do when you have a mobile quarterback like that being able to open up the whole playbook is going to be interesting to see how Kyle Shanahan calls the game. I'm going to go Cardinals 38 Niners 28. So let's get moving into one of two games of the week. Two very interesting teams. Two teams so I would say arguably have both played pretty inconsistent this year but they're both 3 and 1. The Chargers are at home against the Browns. And I don't know who to go with this one. I'm surprised that the Chargers actually are favored. I guess they're coming off a big win against the Raiders, but it's weird to say a big win against the Raiders. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The Browns coming off a letdown, but still a win nonetheless against the Vikings. I'm going to take the Browns on the road here. I say it every week. It's the running back duo, man. I don't see the Chargers slowing it down because I look at the Browns. Their game plan should look very similar to what the Cowboys did to the Chargers, I would say. Even though Zeke didn't get going in that game necessarily, it was Tony Pollard 
in the flashes, which I think is what Kareem Hunt can do in this one. So as much as it pains me because I'm a Nick Chubb truther, I think Kareem Hunt's going to be, again, the back that's going to get going in this one, and then hopefully they can hit the play action. And something that no one is mentioning that this, Bron- or that this Browns team is missing way more than people realize is Jarvis Landry. They miss Jarvis Landry in this offense. If they can just stay afloat until he gets back, because I'm pretty sure he's on the short-term IR. He is. So he should be getting back soon. The Browns will be fine. I like the Browns' offense to control the football, which is why I'm taking the Browns. I'm going to go Browns. This is going to be lower scoring than I think most people think. I like Browns 20, Chargers 16. So you just hit two of my stats that I had for this game. I always game. do that to you. So it I worked out perfectly. So Kareem Hunt leads Cleveland with 121 receiving yards this season. That is the fewest among team leaders in the NFL. Entering week five, 105 players have more receiving yards than anyone in the Cleveland Browns. That's just, I mean, I, as explosive as this offense was supposed to be, the fact they can't pass the ball around scares me a little bit. And then Baker Mayfield has a 49.1 completion percentage and 74.7 passer rating when targeting Odell Beckham Jr. since 2020. He has a 73.3 completion percentage and a 104.8 passer rating when targeting Jarvis Landry. So that connect has just never been there between Baker and Odell. And I think until they can figure that out, like you said, they need Jarvis in this offense. It's going to be a tight game. I think Herbert can keep his little streak going. He's 7-1 in his last eight games. I think he can keep his little streak going. It's going to be really tight. I think the Browns squeak it out by three points. I think it's a really close game all around, though. But, yeah, I'd go Browns by three. Crob, you know what else Baker Mayfield has? A partially torn labrum. and Non-throwing shoulder, though. I know, but, you know. A labrum nonetheless. I like the Chargers here. And I said something back before the season started that I didn't really remember I said until recently. And the listeners don't know because this is – it was our practice episode of the podcast. It was never distributed. I'm not even sure I know. I was asked to pick some potential plus 21 better odds on end-of-the-season NFL awards. And I said, do you know who I like to win MVP? He said Herbert. Did I said say, Herbert. You said Herbert? It's looking pretty good right now. He's played pretty damn good. The Chargers' only loss is a 50-plus yarder game-expiring field goal to the Dallas Cowboys, who look to be contenders as well. And Cleveland just hasn't looked good. And I agree that that run game is the X factor for the Browns. But I like the Chargers, man. And I like the Chargers 21-17. You've got it being lower scoring, too. Oh, it's good. It's, you know, the Chargers defense, it's not great, but it's good. And the Browns defense is great. But the Browns offense is bad enough right now that the Chargers can capitalize on it. And, yeah, I just like the Chargers. I think they I think they get the win here. I think it's a hard battle game. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, yeah, I think the Chargers win, 21-17. Tim? I think it has to really do on the running game of the Chargers. If they can set up Eckler to give opportunities for Mike Williams to take the top off on play action, I think that's pretty big. The Chargers have been playing really well, especially when Eckler gets going. Is Eckler going to get going against this defense? Probably not. I think that the Browns' defense is just that good. Their front seven is ridiculous. JOK might be the defensive rookie of the year right now. He's been all over the field. I'm going to go Browns 24, Chargers 20. That makes me feel good about my pick. Every time I've like gone against the grain with you guys, 
it's turned so maybe just college football, but it's gone pretty well for me. I it hope has. I hope that trend it continues. Has. I'm shocked about this next game. How in the I'm hell so excited to watch this next are game. the Kansas City Chiefs favored? I know it's in Arrowhead, but the Bills are the hottest team in football. I, We've got Bills Chiefs Sunday night football. The Chiefs are currently two and a half point favorites, and I just don't know how. I can tell you. I'll give you two reasons. Patrick Mahomes. Nope. Arrowhead at night. Electric environment. And Joshua Flash Gordon. I don't give a damn about Josh Gordon. Listen, the Bills, we use the word roll so often, but... Just utter domination. That's the word you need to use. I just don't see this Chiefs defense stopping Josh Allen once. Just utter domination. And my, I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to score two touchdowns in this one. That's my, that's my bold Wouldn't play be right shocked. there. Wouldn't be shocked. He's been pretty damn good. Emmanuel Sanders, two touchdowns in this one. Lock it in. I like the Bills in a shootout here. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss have good games because like that's an underrated tandem. <coughs> Tyree Kill is obviously going to do his thing. Kelsey needs to get going, but Micah Hyde plays him pretty well. I like the Bills still, and I like the Bills. Let's go. Give me 42 to 38. Wow. That, that's a lot of points. Um, Patrick Mahomes has a 39-2 and career record, including the playoffs, when Kansas City allows fewer than 30 points. Ain't gonna happen this when week. When they allow more than thirty points, he is seven and ten. Yeah, he should. That's. I bet that's about how every quarterback is. I the mean, fact that he's even won seven games when yeah. his defense gives up thirty is unreal. So like that's my thing is like how, I mean, but I don't know if it's Buffalo's defense. It's great. They haven't really played great offenses yet. I just. I mean, it's just the Chiefs cannot allow Josh Allen to have any time, space, anything. And that's going to be a big struggle for them. But I don't know. I, I just It's hard for me to pick against the Chiefs at I mean, home. I mean, clearly the Bills haven't played a good offense yet. <laughs> I knew that's what they you were going to say. Pittsburgh, Miami, Washington, and Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is pr- I'm, not, I'm not arguing. That's really so, terrible. I mean, and I looked at the stats too, and they're like, they're getting compared right now. They have the same, or not same, but close to the same statistics as the 85 Bears defense did. So, like, it's like, oh, is their defense that good? Or are they just playing that bad of teams? Like, I, mean, I truly don't know. I think both are true. Go ahead. Say Miami stinks. Pittsburgh no, I'm, stinks. I'm just, like, I'm literally saying that those are some of the worst offense. I mean, yeah. I guess the football team's defense, or decent. Decent, but not great. But, I mean, you've got Davis Mills, Tua, Booty Vailoa, and. All right. Jacoby uh, Brissett, actually. Big Fat Ben. Uh, yeah, Tua played two drive. Not even. A drive and a quarter. And then. Big Fat Ben. Big Fat Ben. I yeah. mean. Yeah. So, but, like, I just, I don't know. It's hard for you to pick against the Chiefs at home. In this kind of environment, too, but something about this game just tells me Bills by six. Cross game. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a shootout, per se. I think it's going to be really high scoring, and the score is going to well, that's appear. That's what a shootout is. No, but it's not going to be like they're going back and forth at each other. Okay, one I think team's going to have to climb back into I it. think the Chiefs are going to have to climb back into it. I think they're going to, but they're not going to get over the hump. I like the Bills. If the Bills' offense doesn't score every drive down the field, it's because Josh Allen stopped himself. The one thing for the Chiefs that I... I remember last year, this game was on a Tuesday because of a COVID situation. On a Tuesday. And both teams ran the ball incredibly well. It was weird. Clyde ran the ball really exactly. well in Buffalo. And they ran it a lot. Now, granted, it was a rainy game, and so that may mm-hmm. have produced into the game script, but I'm interested to see... How the teams do that. You brought up Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, that backfield. Clyde's had two straight 100-plus games. It'll be interesting to see if they can get the get the rushes going, but I do think the Bills are going to win this game. I think the Bills are going to control this game. 
simply because their defense is just better than Kansas City's. Patrick Mahomes will keep this team in it, as he does all the time. But I do think the Bills win. I'm going to go Bills 49, Chiefs 42. How the fuck? Ooh. No offense. I get your reasoning behind Not it. Not a shootout. That's a shootout. That is a shootout. Well, is going to be a shootout, buddy. That is a shootout. That is what? That how, is 80. No, that's, that's 91, 91 points. points. That's a lot yeah. of points. It's going to uh. be 49 to 28, and then wow. the Chiefs are going to score two. That's a shootout. A shootout is you're shooting at each other. There's a difference between climbing back into it. Sorry, the motion is, was, me. You're shooting up. at each other. Was the, 49ers, was the 49ers and the Lions week one a shootout? Yes. No, the 49ers dominated that game, and the Lions came back into it at the end. There was no and defense. Fucked everyone's bank accounts. Uh, all right. I got one thing to say. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And that's all I got. Bills are going to roll. I'm not going to roll. It's, not, it's, the, it's the fucking Chiefs that are, who are also very good. Chiefs are going to fall to 2-3, and three, though, and I think it might be time to hit the panic button in old Kansas City. I'm going to go Bills 45, Chiefs 38. There's no respect for this Kansas City defense. No, there's not. They deserve none. That, I mean, there's no that's, respect for That's why for the it's Bills interesting when we actually give score predictions, Wes. That's why we have yeah. some good talking points. But, you know, you can just keep over there. By they got six. one more game to look at. By and, six. And how the hell is – why is this Monday Night Football? Well, here's my – The Ravens are one of the teams where I'm like, why do people care about well, them that much? Think about They're it. Raiders third, got the, two Monday Night Football games. Ravens are now getting two yeah. before week five. Yeah, why? I don't know. This is the Ravens. No one cares about the Ravens, Colts either. What third primetime game of the yeah, year? Yeah, third out of three out of five. five yeah. The Ravens have the worst fan base in the NFC or in the AFC North. Easily, easily. And why people? I guess they think that Lamar Jackson's fun to watch. I don't have fun watching Lamar Jackson anymore. Am I going to enjoy watching Carson Wentz? You know, throw to Michael Pittman? No. I don't want to be that guy. But I saw a stat today. The leader, Statman Crab. The leading passer in the AFC North is a running back. He has the most yards. Just say Lamar Jackson. It's fine. It's Lamar. And, you know, I weirdly like the Colts to maybe win this game. <laughs> There's no way the Colts don't keep this one close. No, not a chance. The Colts are pretty good against the run. And the the Ravens are not good against the run themselves. I like Jonathan Taylor to get it going mm-hmm. this week. I think the Colts will be able to control the time in this one. That's where the Ravens get in trouble because the Ravens like to do that more. And Wentz seems to be getting healthier by the week. Mm-hmm. But we got it. There's one thing we're not talking about. Guys, the game's in Baltimore. You know what that means. Mm. We're going to have some Hollywood hoes. The Hollywood hoes are going to be there. Man. I hope both of them are there. They're going to both be there. No, there's there's got to be an extra one at this there point. There might be three, honestly. Yeah. One, his, one from the mile high. And let's just say it. We were dogging them a lot. But, man, his mile high hoes showed out because his, be a diving touchdown, the, uh, his diving Colts touchdown secondary. catch in Denver was very nice. It was. He made Lamar look a lot better. But, like I said, man, I don't think the Colts get blown out in this one. I think they keep it close. I'm going to give home field advantage to the Ravens, and I'll go as far as saying the Ravens win this one off a Justin Tucker game winner. I like the Ravens 24-21. Lamar Jackson is 7-0, and and he's the only quarterback since the 1970 merger with five-plus starts and zero losses in October. So he's 7 in October. How the fuck has he only played seven games in October? I don't know. Well, I guess he only started, what, one game his rookie season? And it was, like, week six, week seven, maybe? He played in the playoffs as a rookie season. No, I'm saying, like, he, he didn't start till like, week seven. I guess. And he's only Sorry, played two seasons since then. not to cut you off. Then. That just kind of blew my mind. Great yeah. stat. But anyways, um, I think oh, Jackson's got to have a big game against this Colts defense. Didn't he have, like, a COVID issue last October? 
He did. That's what. Oh I yeah, Trace McSorley. Yeah, yeah. I was McSorley gonna say. Played. I thought he had a COVID issue and made him miss the game. So it was like in more. October. Mm-hmm. There's even yeah. more reason then. Yeah. So sorry. What'd you say there? I said Lamar Jackson. I think he's gonna have a big game. I think he has to have a big game. I think the Ravens are not getting as much respect as they should. I think I think they're a lot better than we think they are. I just don't think they've hit their stride yet. I think it's all like Tampa last year, where they didn't hit their stride till late in the season. They haven't really figured themselves out yet. I think they will. This. This is a game where they need to. This is a game where they should. The Colts are not good. Colts should not even be a competition in this game. I'd go Ravens by 10-plus. Crab. You know, I hate that you said you think a Justin Tucker game-winning field goal is going to happen in this game because, God damn it, that's what I think is going to happen in this game. I know I said the Colts can win. I don't think they will. The Colts still need some time to really figure out who they are. They haven't done it yet. I don't think they do, but I do think they keep it close. I think, like you said, this is a game where two teams just run and try to control the clock from the other. I'm going to go 24-21. Justin Tucker hits it. I feel bad saying it and copying it, but that's what I mean. That's what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim? Uh, I like the Ravens in this game. I think, the Ra- I think uh, Mark Andrews is going to have a big game. I feel a little Mark Andrews game. Uh, Quiet season for Andrew. Yeah, so I, th- far. I feel like he's due. It's you're either hot or you're due, and you're due. Uh, yeah, so I think that uh, Andrew's going to have a big game. I'm going to go 28 24 Ravens. Baltimore, I want to hit on Krob's stat real quick. So he, he said something about how he thinks John Taylor is going to be like a pound it kind of game. Both teams want to run the ball. Baltimore's not allowed a player to rush for 60 plus yards a game this season. John Taylor has 60-plus rushing yards in eight out of his last 10 games. Did Marcus Mariota not run for a 60-yard carry against Uh, Baltimore? It was 37 yards, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing, It's okay. But, yeah, Baltimore hasn't allowed a 60-yard rusher yet this year. So, going to be interesting. John Taylor can be first. Going to be interesting. Guys, should we let our listeners in on what we think might be happening in the future of Ventress podcast? Listen. There are a lot more sports than football, and we feel, we, yes, there are. we're sorry that we've only been delivering on football. So listen, there's going to be times where we break off into the studio. If we're not breaking up, guys, it's just we got busy schedules. It's difficult for all four of us to get in the studio at once. And frankly, I can't fucking talk about the NHL, and I don't trust Wes to talk about college basketball either. And, and I don't we either. know that. Exactly. So trust us. Listen, Krob and Tim, they're going to be going back and forth, but I think coming up here in the future, we're going to get more diverse content to you guys. Does that sound good? We got a lot, a lot of potential NHL interviews that are There's a lot highly of, favored guests. There's a lot of exciting stuff to come, and we don't want you guys to miss out. So we're gonna work on we're gonna work on diversifying our content. We're gonna Tim. work on we ourselves. Are. Yeah. Hey, make sure give us a follow on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple. We got a couple. Of, a, we got a couple five star reviews. Oh yeah, and keep them rolling. The five star reviews are great. Love it, it. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. We love you guys. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Anything else, anyone, before we wrap this up? Man, Back I'm college just, uh, basketball episode. Never mind. Go first. I am excited Sorry. for MLB baseball. I will put that up. Postseason baseball, come we're gonna, on, We're going to get an episode out. We promise oh, we're yeah. going to get that too. Krav, what were you about to say? That there? college basketball episode, the week Duke plays Kentucky, <laughs> so we might need a security guard. I might yeah, pop you in may, just to you hold you guys want, back. Yeah. Whew, that's going to be tight. Yeah. It'll be a fun one to watch, though. Listeners, have a great weekend. We love you guys. Have a great rest of your Friday. Let's clap it up. This is the Bench Press Podcast. Peace out.